You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 143. Well, hey there, impact driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard. And today we are going to talk about two very unassuming yet extremely powerful words you can use to bring stakeholders along with you in any change process. So if you are building a PMO and trying to get buy-in and support for your services and capabilities, where you should sit in the organization, or as you plan to expand your services and capabilities to other parts of the organization, or if you're a project or program manager and You need stakeholder buy-in to accelerate the project change that you're responsible for. This is the perfect episode for you. Before we dive in, I am so excited to let you know that the PMO Impact Summit is back for 2022. We're changing things up just a bit and hosting this year's event, maybe the first of a couple, on May 3rd and 4th, 2022. I am so excited for this year's lineup because we're doing something super fun this year. We are going to start the two-day event with a PMO health assessment workshop live with me. And in that session, we are going to get hands-on with your PMO and figure out what's working, what's not, where you should focus your energy and exactly what your next steps should be. As a part of that, we're going to build your custom agenda for the rest of the event. You'll know exactly which sessions you should attend and what your next steps should be so that your PMO is accelerating the impact your organization is able to make. We'll also have live Q&A sessions with speakers and a hands-on workshop for those of you looking to take your PMO and project management capabilities to the next level. So make sure you head over to PMOImpactSummit.com and register today for free so that you can get all of the scoop on what's going on with this year's PMO Impact Summit May edition. The PMO Impact Summit is the largest and longest running PMO virtual conference specifically designed to help you make a bigger impact with your PMO and build your own PMO leadership capabilities. So if you're ready to make a bigger impact with your PMO this year, register now for free at PMOImpactSummit.com. There's so much more to come that I will be sharing over the coming weeks leading up to the event, and I cannot wait to see you there. All right, let's dive in. I can't wait to share with you the two best kept secret and easiest to use words that will help you get incredible buy-in and support from your stakeholders, no matter how difficult the changes you're trying to make. Now, I get questions about this all the time. Laura, how do you bring your stakeholders along with you in the process? How do you convince your business leaders that the PMO should be sitting in a different place in the organization, should be responsible for helping to drive strategy, should be responsible for all projects in the organization, and on and on it goes. And the key point here is that regardless of whatever the changes you're trying to make, 
You've got to know how to bring your stakeholders with you through the process. And yet, for many of us, when we do get that chance to get in front of our business leaders, do that executive presentation, start trying to convince our stakeholders to come with us through whatever change we're driving, we forget the power of these two magical words. Let me set the stage for you a little bit here. You've got your chance to finally get in front of the executives and get their buy-in and support for the PMO that you want to deliver. And you're so excited because they finally said, okay, put a proposal together for us to discuss. And so you start putting together all the services that you're going to deliver. You start saying the people that you need, the templates, the tools, the process you're going to create. You get excited and you start listing all the stuff that's going to happen. And you go in and talk to those business leaders and you give them this laundry list of all of these things you're going to do. And you're so excited. And they're looking at you saying, well, I don't know. This seems like a lot of work and a lot of people that you're asking for and a lot of steps you're adding to our process. I'm not so sure now's the right time. Now let's take another scenario. It's budget time. And your business leaders are asking where they might be able to cut costs, or you're being asked to justify the team you have working on specific initiatives and explain to them why you need those people. So you put that presentation together and you start going through all the tasks that those people are working on. You talk about how busy they are. You talk about how many projects they're running. You break down the numbers. Do you say, well, this is the 86 tasks that each of these people is working on. This is the number of projects they're manning. This is the expense of each of these projects. What's the right data to share? Well, whatever you shared, it wasn't enough because they cut that department. Now let's look at it at the project level. As a project manager or one of your project managers goes into the business leaders and says, this is the change we're creating. This is how important it is. And you cannot seem to justify the resources you need to do the work. No matter what you say, they only give you half the time and half the resources you actually need to do the job well. So what's happening in these scenarios? You had a really thorough list. You explained how much work all of this was, yet your business leaders aren't bought in. I'll tell you exactly what's happening and what you need to do to fix it. You see, when we're really close to the work that's happening, or we already get it with respect to what the point is or what the big deal is, we tend to focus on the what. Sometimes the who, sometimes the where, but not often enough the why. You might list all the services that you're creating. You might list all the tasks that people are doing. You might talk about all of the great deliverables you're creating. But here's the deal. Business leaders aren't looking for a list of tasks. They aren't that interested in the outputs that you're creating. They want you to be clear for yourself and for them the outcomes you are helping the organization achieve. The reason they are asking you to justify resources or explain what that PMO is going to be doing is because so far how you've been talking about things is probably in terms of cost instead of return for that cost. You see, one of the biggest mistakes that just makes me giggle every time I hear it is when PMO leaders say, well, we're managing a budget of $3 million. Yeah, okay. So that means you're spending $3 million. So what? 
Nobody cares unless that $3 million is generating a return of $6 million. Or maybe it doesn't even have to be that much. Or if you're working in a mission-focused organization where return on investment is measured in something other than dollars, what is the so what that they care about? They don't care how many project managers you have. They don't even care how many projects you're managing. They don't care how much you're spending unless you can show them the return they're getting for that investment. The problem we have is that the words we're using and the way we're explaining what's happening is so busy focused versus outcome focused. We're so busy here all managing 25 projects per project manager and budgets of $3 million per project manager. And we have 642 templates and on and on it goes. The what, the what, the what. But they need to know more than the what. They need to know more than the who. They need to know more than the what. They need to know more than the how. That's what's tripping up so many PMO leaders and project managers. They're focused on the tactics instead of the strategy. Now, when I say that, you don't have to be a strategic advisor, a strategy analyst. You don't even have to know more than how to spell strategy. But what you do need to know is how to talk about it in terms that they care about. You must be able to answer the so what question. And how do you do that? By saying, so that. You see, your job is to show them that you are helping the organization achieve the critical business objectives, not project objectives, not tasks, but business objectives. Anything you need to show them or explain to them needs to be stated in a way that answers the so what question in business terms. Project managers tend to focus on tasks and deliverables, but those do not determine success. Achieving the outcomes does. So when you are presenting something to them, you want to start with the outcomes you're trying to drive. And you better make sure that those outcomes are things that matter to them. Otherwise, why do we need those people? Why do we need to do this project work? Why are you spending our money? Your presentation should spend very little on the tasks or the solution or the how and so much more about the results. Now, the only way you're going to know what they care about is if you've spent time asking the questions that need to get asked and then weaving those answers into your communication. So let's run through a few examples. It's budget time and you're being asked to justify all the people that you need on your team. Well, why did you hire those people in the first place? What business problem were you trying to solve? You want to go back to that business problem that you're solving and talk to them in terms of that business problem. Let's say the project managers you hired were to ensure that all of the IT projects were done in a way that helped not just on time and on budget, but to ensure that the IT projects actually achieve the business benefits intended. You're going to want to tie those project managers and the work they're doing to the business results that the IT department was able to achieve. Not just the number of projects that they did, not just the budget that they spent, but instead you want to focus on the outcomes that they were able to achieve as a result. So let's say that one of those projects was a new website for users that was going to convert those users into paying customers much faster. Let's say that you were doing a 
DRM solution that was going to help automate a better user engagement strategy. And as a result, the number of people that are purchasing went up. Let's say it was to help streamline and optimize internal business process. And as a result of the project being done, the technology made it so that automation was improving the lives of everyone involved in the process and that the business processes that are running the organization happened faster which means people were more productive, results were achieved faster, and the organization had greater capacity. Those are the kinds of things that you want to be talking about. Those are the kinds of things you want to tie those people to. What your business leaders are looking for, not the tasks they were doing, but the results they were helping the organization achieve. Now let's look at it from a PMO perspective. Let's say that you are trying to justify setting up a PMO. Great. Do not go in there with your list of all the tasks or the projects or the things you're going to do. They don't care as much about that. They do need to know you have a plan, but it starts by saying, hey, you know that business problem you're really trying to solve? I've got a solution for you, and here's the outcomes you're going to achieve and the impact. So the way you say that is we're going to put a streamlined portfolio prioritization process in place so that we can ensure that all of the projects we're doing are aligned with strategy, your top priorities are getting accomplished faster than they are today, and that all of the resources are assigned to the things that are most important to move the needle in this organization. Do you see how much more effective that could be than saying, we're putting portfolio management in place and then geeking out on what that means and how you're going to do it and how many people you need and how much money you're going to spend? Now, of course, you do need to answer those questions, but you start with the punchline, the so that. You identify their pain point in their words. You remind them of that pain point. You mention the solution as a way to solve that pain point, and then you focus on the outcome that they want to see. Here's another example. We are going to conduct a PMO health assessment process so that we can be absolutely sure we understand where our strengths are, where we can help move the needle in the organization more effectively, and that all of our stakeholders are heard and understood so that we are focusing on the most important business problems first. Isn't that more effective than saying, I need to take the next month to hold 25 meetings? Let's look at it at a project level. We are going to conduct a risk assessment so that we can be sure we are not blindsided by any problems on this project because we need to make sure that this project goes off without a hitch. So it's really important that we get all of the stakeholders that have input into this process to share where things might go wrong so that this project is rock solid. And if we don't include all of the right stakeholders, you know, just in case you're having trouble getting them into the meeting, we run the risk that this project's going to go off track because we won't have their valuable insight that only they can bring to the table. And all you're doing is setting up a risk analysis meeting where everyone talks about the risks, but you're saying it in a way that makes their engagement critical, that makes it so important and helps them understand that the success of the project is tied to their participation. So that, so that, so that. Okay, how about if you need to justify funding or resources for the PMO? You never start with, here's the funding and the resources I need. You start with, their business problem clearly articulated in their words, which means you have to have talked to them and written down what their pain points were. So let's say it's something like this. 
You know how frustrated you've become with the projects in the marketing department seeming to take so long and not achieving the business benefits that the marketing department's trying to achieve? We recommend adding a dedicated project management resource that the PMO will manage so that we can focus on helping each one of those projects get clearly defined business benefits, measures of success right from the start, get managed in a way that ensures that we are accelerating getting to those outcomes and ultimately achieve the highest possible return on investment for every single one of those projects. Do you see how much better that is than I need X hundreds of thousands of dollars for a project manager for the marketing department? And if you can tie it specifically to the business goals of the marketing department by saying, we want to add a project manager to this department so that we can increase the revenue generated from the marketing department by a million dollars this year, that gets their attention. That perks their ears up. So whatever you're trying to do, go back to the mission, the business objectives, the strategy, the metrics of success for the department or for the organization. Because when you tie your project or your PMO to the business results, it's really hard to say no. Now you can always back it up with, here's how we're going to do that. But even your how is not really your how. They don't actually want to know how the sausage is made. They want to know that you know how to make sausage. They want to hear, I've got you. They want to hear, I get you. They want to hear, I know how to solve your problem. And I know exactly the business results you're looking for. That is the power of so that. It shows your business leaders and your stakeholders that you feel their pain, you understand exactly what they're trying to do, and you are the expert and the only one in the organization that can actually solve that problem for them because you do have the expertise. They don't need you to geek out on the expertise. They don't need you to geek out on the solution. They don't need you to drag them through your entire process or project schedule. What they need to know is that you get it, you get them, and that you can help them make the impact they're trying to make. And when we remember that it is our job to get them, not their job to get us, we get so much more focused on using so that to help make the case for the solution we want to put in place because we're clear about the business goals it's helping the organization achieve. If you've ever heard, you need to be more strategic. You need to have the bigger picture perspective. What they're saying is you're not telling them the so that. And I would recommend having a little fun with this. Start looking at every conversation that you're having with people, even outside the office, and see where you can use what you learned here today to enhance all of life's wonderful conversations. For example, with your kids, and these are so that's that I'm saying all the time. You really need to go to bed early so that you have tons of energy to have a lot of fun at that birthday party tomorrow. Or you've got to have a healthy breakfast to fuel your brain so that all of your classes are easier today and you remember everything that you learn so that studying for that test you have will be so much easier. And I'm sure you're getting all kinds of fun ways that you can use this with friends, family members, spouses or partners. You're getting the idea now. 
if you think about changing your language to always include the WIFM, the what's in it for me, and answer the question, so what, with so that, you will see that you're able to move mountains by doing change with people instead of to them. Now, don't forget, this episode is sponsored by the PMO Impact Summit. It is back and we are going to have so much fun. So head over to PMOImpactSummit.com. That's PMOImpactSummit.com and register for free today. I can't wait to see you there. And if you love what you are hearing in these episodes, I would love for you to leave a rating and review so that... PMO and project leaders around the world know that this is the place to come if they want to make a bigger impact in their organizations. That's it for this episode. I cannot wait to see you at the PMO Impact Summit and share so many of the best kept secrets in the PMO space so that you can earn your seat at the table and make that big impact with your PMO. Bye-bye for now.